Angie has made it easier than ever to connect with skilled professionals to get all your jobs projects done well. I absolutely love this because, you know, if you own a home, it can be really hard to maintain. It's hard to find people that can help you for a big project or a small. Well, whether it's in everyday maintenance and repairs or making dream projects a reality, it can be hard just to know where to start. But now all you need to do is answer that and find a skilled local pro who will deliver the quality and expertise you need. Angie has over 20 years of home service experience, and they've combined it with new tools to simplify the whole process. Bring them your project online or with the Angie app, answer a few questions, and Angie can handle the rest from start to finish. Or help you compare quotes from multiple pros and connect instantly. Which means you can take care of just about any home project in just a few taps, because when it comes to getting the most out of your home, you can do this when you Angie that. Download the free Angie mobile app today or visit Angie.com. That's A-N-G-I dot com. This episode is brought to you by Shopify. Forget the frustration of picking commerce platforms when you switch your business to Shopify, the global commerce platform that supercharges your selling wherever you sell. With Shopify, you'll harness the same intuitive features, trusted apps, and powerful analytics used by the world's leading brands. Sign up today for your $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash tech, all lowercase. That's shopify.com slash tech. Hey, mamas. Hey, papas. What the fuck is good? My name is Camo, and you're listening to another episode of Unfazed and Unbothered, the podcast where we rant, rave, and ramble about literally any and everything. I'm telling you, literally any and everything. If this is your first time tuning in, go ahead and hit subscribe, turn on them post bell notifications. New episodes drop every Thursday. It's free to stream wherever you get your podcasts. So there's no excuse, okay? Sound off in the comments, sound off in the reviews. Thank you. Okay, let's get into it. How's everyone doing today? Great. Amazing. Oh my God, that's incredible. I love to hear that. Um, yeah. Um, so this past week, you know, last week's episode, I mentioned I had been having some spouts of vertigo, uh, if you will. And uh, I went to the doctor, got some labs done, and I'm all good, all clear, all good in the hood. And that was such a relief, such a burden released, lifted off my chest. I am a major hypochondriac. If I haven't made that abundantly clear already, I worry and stress about everything, every small something that pops up. I'm dying. I have cancer. I have this. I have that. And yeah, I love that so fucking much. It is truly amazing to live life like this. Um, I honestly wish that I could get over that. Maybe it's, I guess it's a PTSD, you know, from my prior health issues and my one in a million blood disease and all the other shit that I've went through in my lifetime. But, um, I'm all good. So, uh, when, when it, when I've not been to the doctor in a while, I start to 
just jump to all these horrific conclusions. I really do. And it's so sad. But um, once I get the good call, I'm all good, you know. But uh, I don't know if like this particular doctor's office, they just don't know how to deliver information or what. But I know, you know, no call is a good call. They say when you don't get a call, there's nothing to really worry about. But you know, there's a lot of patients that be coming in and out of these places. So sometimes, you know, you could be forgotten or overlooked. And so uh, the other day I called and I was like, hey, I'm just wondering if my labs have came in because I, you know, I got my labs done on last Thursday. And then it was um, yesterday and I'm, I'm calling. Um, they told me to take like three days. And so I'm like, where's my labs? I'm, you know, I just want to know that I'm all good. Anyways, I'm like, hey, I just want to know if my labs are in. And she was like, oh, yeah, they're in. Um, I'm like, can you just let me know uh, what they say if they're all good? And like she was like, oh, um, yeah, I see. Actually, I'm the doctor's going to have to call you about these And like, she just sounded so concerned. And I'm like, what does that mean? Am I dying? Do I have a disease? Like, what what did y'all find? You know, like, and I'm spiraling. I'm spiraling for the next hour. And then I get a phone call and I'm like, oh my God, this is the doctor telling me that I have seven days left to live. And I'm like, hello. And she's like, Cameron, government name. I'm like, hi. And she's like, yeah, I'm calling about your labs. Um, So your STDs came back. And I'm like, oh, what is it? What does it say? (laughs) Doctor, just tell me now. She's like, they're all clear. All good. I'm like, what? what, Oh, oh, okay. what, What about the rest of the labs? You're good. You're great. Hemoglobin looks good. Everything looks good. White cells, great. I'm like could you not have just said hey Kim your um labs are all great why'd you have to give me that alarming tone and that pause and (sighs) yeah I was having a a, a mini heart attack I, I was I was but then as soon as she said I was all good it was like I was living life and I love that I love that feeling you know So yeah, that's good to know. We live, laugh, love. I took my first rest day from the gym yesterday in over a month. Um, And now I'm just like so pumped for my workout today. So um, I I think that like it was necessary. I know everybody listening is probably like, "Uh, well, duh, bitch, if you're not taking a rest day in a month, you need to fucking take a couple rest days. But, you know, I I didn't want to ruin my streak and... I do go fairly hard, but I'm not in there for like three hours pumping iron, veins popping out of my forehead or anything like that. So I feel like the 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 working out that I do every day, it's it's not enough to completely wear me out and fully just fuck my body up. So I I've, I didn't really feel the need to rest as long as I could keep going. But I have been sleeping a lot longer than usual. Not a lot longer, but um, longer for me than usual. And um, I, I attributed that to the gym. So I did take a rest day yesterday and I feel great. I feel refreshed and I'm going to try to, you know, get another month streak in. 
um, following today. So we'll see how that goes. I just really want to get toned and tight and be a muscle mommy in these streets. You know, we all have goals. We all have dreams. And mine is to be a muscle mommy. I was scrolling through old memories last night on Snapchat and I stumbled uh, upon the, the 2017 era of my life. And I was just shocked and astonished. I had a whole V in these streets, you know, like you could fully see my V. Um, I had to flex, of course, but it was very prominent. And, um, you know, it's like it's there a little bit ish under my little pad of fat but um when I saw that I was like holy shit and I saw photos that like other people had taken of me and I looked so tiny and uh yeah I just I just felt super inspired last night all over again and I'm like you know what bitch I did that before I can do it again because you know I this is the second time in my life that I've lost this amount of weight the first time um I got really small. I was 155 pounds. And for somebody who is 5'11", that I, I looked a, a bit emaciated. I did. And then I gained like, you know, 15, 20 pounds back, but I was going hard in the gym. So I gained like some muscle. And then, you know, that all went to shit. So I, I stopped um, going to the gym as much when, you know, life did its thing. But um, I did it once. I can do it again. I'm closer to my goal than I then uh then I was when I started obviously so that's beautiful gorgeous news um the thing with weight loss and fitness is you cannot get to a point where you're like I've reached this point of success of comfort and then stop going hard and then stop you know doing what you did to get to that point because it, it it happens so quick. You will gain back the weight you lost. You will lose the muscle you've gained if you don't stay consistent. Consistency is key. If you want to make a difference with your body, if you want to transform yourself physically, it is a lifestyle change. It is a lifelong commitment. It's not oh, I'm going to lose 30 pounds and then I'm going to be happy. No, you're going to lose that 30 pounds and then you're going to keep going, at least to maintain. You might not have to go as hard, but you're going to have to at least maintain a certain level of commitment if you want to obtain or stay at that size. And um, once you get to the size that you think you want to be, that you think you're going to be happy at, I promise it's not going to be enough. And that that might sound toxic to anybody who's not started their weight loss journey or their fitness journey and they've been thinking about it. And hopefully that doesn't deter anybody. But I'm telling you, there's been so many times I would put a number on a piece of paper and say, once I get here, I'll be good. And that's just not the case. You get there and you're like, oh, OK, well, I don't look like I thought I was going to look at this point, especially if you had to lose over 100 pounds, because now um, I don't have a significant amount of loose skin, but my skin is looser, especially in like my inner thigh area. And so I will never be able to be like twink bodied. I will not that that was ever a desire or a goal of mine, but I could not just lose weight and be small. Like I'm going to have to fill up with some muscle. And for the longest, I thought like, oh, I, I just want to be like skinny. But now like I, I've really taking 
I've really taken a likeness to muscle mommies and that is what I want to be. So I'm going to fill my body up to the best of my ability. And yeah, the point being made, you cannot stop. You cannot get lax. You cannot get to that point and, and think this is it because I'm telling you, um, the first time I lost all that weight, I remember it plain as day. I got, I, I was so tiny and my friend, we went to McDonald's and I was just so against fast food in that period of my, of my life. Like, I'm not like that at all anymore, but I do remember her being like, you can have some McDonald's, you can have some fast food for once. Like you are eating corn out of a can bitch like you're probably going crazy and I was I was I was not okay mentally because I was so obsessed and I am I am now at a healthy place with fitness and weight loss like I am eating enough I'm probably eating a little more than I should and that's why I've not like dropped any weight recently or anything like that but I am maintaining and I am building muscle at the same time so anyways um I do remember eating a chicken biscuit for the first time from McDonald's in like a couple of years since I had started that fitness journey back in the day. And it just started a whole cycle. Um, it wasn't that particular biscuit, but it, it, it started a, you know, a trend of me eating fast food again. And when you eat fast food, it slows your body down. It's not, it's not nutritional. There's no like nutritional value in it. And so anytime I eat fast food, I feel so slow. I feel so lethargic. I feel so tired. And if I eat fast food, bitch, I'm not going to the gym. I'm just not, I'm just not going. So, um, you know, sometimes after the gym, I'll treat myself to some Chick-fil-A nuggets. But um, if I eat fast food, there is no way in fuck I'm going to the gym after. It's just it's just not in the cards. And so I started eating fast food again. And, you know, before I knew it, I was putting the weight back on and I was not as dedicated because I had lost results. And I'm like, oh, well, fuck, here we are. Now it, it feels like it's going to because it's so easy to gain it back. It's hard as fuck to put in the work, but it's so quick to gain it back and lose those results. I'm telling you. So just stick to it if you've got that goal in mind. But also don't let yourself get to a point where you're like, I made it. I'm, I reached the number I wanted to see on the scale. I'm good. No, baby, because you will be sadly uh, you will realize very quickly that um it'll all come back and some and that's exactly what happened to me so um yeah enough about the weight and whatnot I know some people feel indifferent when they hear these conversations and I know it's been a, a bit of a redundant topic over uh the last year but what can I say it's my life so um live the life you want to live have the body you want to have if you don't want to go to the gym I'm not going to push that on anybody I can't I I can't do that for you you know so if this conversation is triggering you maybe look yourself in the mirror and be honest why does it trigger me why does it bother me and uh, be realistic it's not my fault that you're feeling this way I'm just speaking candidly about my experience you know so um, maybe do some you know inner 
introspection, if you will. Uh, We could all benefit from a little bit of that. That's for sure. Speaking of being triggered, oh my God, the internet. The internet is just so wild to me. Uh, I really hope my Bestel's McMuffins doesn't feel some type of way for me speaking on this, but... um, Angie has made it easier than ever to connect with skilled professionals to get all your jobs projects done well. I absolutely love this because you know if you own a home, it can be really hard to maintain. It's hard to find people that can help you for a big project or a small. Well, whether it's in everyday maintenance and repairs or making dream projects a reality, it can be hard just to know where to start. But now all you need to do is answer that and find a skilled local pro who will deliver the quality and expertise you need. Angie has over 20 years of home service experience, and they've combined it with new tools to simplify the whole process. Bring them your project online or with the Angie app, Answer a few questions and Angie can handle the rest from start to finish or help you compare quotes from multiple pros and connect instantly, which means you can take care of just about any home project in just a few taps. Because when it comes to getting the most out of your home, you can do this when you Angie that. Download the free Angie mobile app today or visit Angie.com. That's A-N-G-I dot com. Man, people are wild. I just can't deal with the internet. And, you know, there is a lot of toxic behavior out there for sure. But the thing is, is like, somebody has to ruin it for everybody, unfortunately. And it's like, there are a lot of people out there who do exploit their children in a way where they're like forcing their children to say things, forcing their children to cry, forcing their children to perform for views and um that is not what tasia does i can i can guarantee you guys that but um somebody had made a video um some mother i don't even think they have children i don't fucking know anything about this bitch and i don't give a fuck to even look into her life because it just was so silly to me but um they were so upset with tasia for posting greenly in a blooms ad Greenlee does not drink the supplement. Tasia is a mother. She posts mother content. That is what her audience wants to see. That's what I want to see. That's what we all love to see. We love to see Greenlee. And I'm telling you, as Greenlee's godmother, godmother in these streets, that girl loves the camera. She loves to be on camera. She loves to perform. She loves to be herself. And that's all Tasia has her do. Tasia's not scripting her. Tasia's not telling her what to do. Tasia's not punishing her and, and pushing her to do anything she doesn't want to do. So I just want to clear any misconceptions that are up in the air about that because it really bothered me seeing this woman come on here and like push this narrative that she's a bad mother. I'm telling y'all, Tasia is a phenomenal woman. I have never had a friend like Tasia. I have never known a mother like Tasia. And I fully will go to the end of the world for that bitch. And I'm telling you right now, if you come for my friend, bitch, it's going to be on site. Okay, so I was going to war in these comments. And the thing that bothers me is just how easily influenced so many people are and I'm going through these comments of all these people who are saying these horrible things about Tasia's mothering style which again she is an incredible mother this woman provides for her children this woman is a hawk of a mother she is so protective some may even say overprotective she 
make sure they're well taken care of. They are healthy. They are always safe. They are always taken care of. And there's really not a better mother out there that I personally know. Just fucking saying. So anyways, with that being said, when I see all these comments of people telling her that she's a horrible person because she puts her child on the internet, it's just so funny because half of them, one, didn't even have children. Or were children themselves. And they're jumping on this bandwagon of this fucking bum ass fucking rinky dinky ass bitch who's on here thinking she fucking ate my friend up. Ugh. And the video just made me so uncomfortable. She did this little thing. She's like, I am sorry. This fucking go bitch. Get the fuck out of here. I wish I could fucking throat punch a bitch. <sighs> but anyways, yeah, there's just all these people who are just jumping on the bandwagon and like I said, most of them don't even have children whatsoever or were like children themselves. And it's just so crazy to me how somebody can see somebody say something. And that's with anything. That's not just this situation. That's just the example I'm using because it is such a toxic behavior. People are rabid animals. They see their favorite creator or they see somebody post something about somebody or something or a circumstance or a situation. And People have mob mentality. They don't have a fucking mind to think for themselves. And what's ironic is most of those people who were in the comments all have some Bible quote in their bio. Bitch, the Bible preaches discernment. You of all people should know discernment is a powerful thing. Use that to your advantage, okay? Use your common sense, bitch. How can you talk on somebody's mothering skills when you don't know them behind a screen? Okay, I have seen videos leaked. I have seen, uh, I'm sure most of y'all have seen this video of this woman and like her, her child is in the back seat, like in distress about something. And the mother's like, I need to get the thumbnail. I need you to be sad. And he's like, I am sad though, but like, I don't want to do this. And the mom's like being aggressive and forcing him to do this fucking corny ass video with her. And it's like, that is not at all what goes on at Tasia's house. I'm just, I'm just clearing my friend's name and I, I hope she doesn't get upset with me for speaking on this, but, um, yeah, it's just crazy to me how quickly people will switch up and how fast people will help push a narrative or run with some, uh, information or an idea because they hear somebody else post about it. It's like, it, it just goes back to like the saying, like your parents would say, well, if so-and-so jumped off a bridge, would you, you shouldn't. But it looks like all you bitches are. <sighs> Use your brain, critical thinking, discernment. They are all powerful tools that you all should use, okay? If you see something on the internet, it is not always factual. If somebody reports on something, it is not always true. If somebody says something, it is not always the case. It's just not, okay? So, um... Yeah, use use your critical thinking, please, and thank you. It's just so wild to me, and all these people coming coming at me because I'm in the comments defending my friend, and they're like, "Oh, you're a weirdo. You're a weirdo. You are okay with exploiting children. You are so creepy and weird." Oh my God, I'm a fucking creep. Wow. What will I do? And people are like, I used to support you, Camo, but I have just had enough. This was this was what it was. This was the drawing line for you, bitch. 
as if all the, the times I've showed my ass on the internet wasn't enough for you. It was this moment, me defending my friend, being a good friend. That That's what cost me your follow. Bitch, I don't give a fuck. Suck my pussy, eat my ass, suck my cock and balls, bitch. I don't give a flying fuck. I really don't. I never have. I, I do love and appreciate everybody who does love me, who does admire me, people who do tune in. But I will not... I will not fight for somebody to like me. I, I, I've i never been that way before I ever had a presence online. And I will never live my life like that. I'm not going to walk on eggshells. There was a period where I did. I catered to everybody. I wanted to be more liked and grow my platform more. But the thing is, is I would much rather have a smaller audience of a more intimate dialed in audience that really understood me and knew me and respected me and cared about me more than just having a massive platform of people who don't know me well or don't care to know me well you know I'd rather have a smaller intimate like cult-like following not saying that I like I'm, I'm a cult leader or anything like that but you know I would rather have less is more okay so of course I want to keep growing and of course I have goals and ambitions and dreams but one of those dreams is not satisfying everybody. You can't please everybody. And that's not what I'm going to do. I'm not going to have somebody come for me and me be like, oh my God, this one fucking person, user 54327, wants me to be this way or doesn't like the fact that I say this or that, I'm, that I wear this or do that. I'm not living my life that, that way. I'm just not going to. And nobody should. That's just corny as fuck, bitch. If you live your life for other people, you're not living life. And that is the main topic I want to talk about today. It is so crucial, I think, that every individual finds themselves, finds their own individuality. I cannot stand seeing people be so trendy. It is so painful to see. It is okay to, you know, have a trendy outfit here and there. But when you are one of those people who's like, oh yeah, flare pants are in, so I'm wearing them. Air forces are in, so I'm wearing them. But then a year later, they're no longer in and you're throwing them away and you've just like completely changed your whole personality, your whole lingo, everything about you because it's no longer what's quote unquote in. Who are you? Do you even know who you are, bitch? Because you are following the crowd. You are following the crowd. You do not know who you are. You are not an individual. You are a sheep. You are. And it's so sad to see. I see it so much. I hear so many people conversate and they're like, oh, yeah, I want to get these shoes or this style of pants or this because it's in be my guest I have liked things that were you know potentially trendy but I'm not going to like throw out my entire wardrobe and dedicate it to what is in right now I might have you know see back in the day before skinny jeans and like colorful skinny jeans were a thing I was wearing not saying that I started that trend but you know I was I guess I was a bit of ahead of the curve right the curve. And I was wearing these colorful skinny jeans way back in the day. And I would wear them with like nice loafers, like leather Kohan loafers. Right. And people clowned on me. They clowned on me. And I, I remember there was like one event where like, I don't know, there was like 
a few artists who all in the same time, I think like Lil Wayne, maybe even like Justin Bieber, I could be wrong. This was like 2011, maybe 2010, something like that. And all these people on this red carpet event had colorful skinny jeans and nice loafers. And suddenly it became trendy. And suddenly people, I I stopped liking it. I'm like, oh, fuck, here we go. Now everyone's doing this shit. I can't do that no more. And not saying like you have to be like me in that sense where it's like you just rebuke the trends and rebuke what's in. But like it was crazy how people's mindset will shift or people's um, fondness, if you will, towards a style or a person or anything really can change based on the public's perception or or how um popular something is and that is so it's it's honestly scary but it's also sad it's sad as fuck that people are out there living their lives to be in because here's the thing you can go buy those shoes you can go buy that outfit you can buy that designer bag and you will still not be cool because you are still the same person in or out of that outfit i'm telling you so a lot of people they will measure their value and measure their self-worth and how quote-unquote cool they are by what they have or if they're uh following the certain trend or whatever's in right now and that that does not make you cool it just doesn't that is not how you measure your that's not a it's it's just not a good measure of anything really it doesn't it doesn't determine your value it does not determine your worth it does not determine how popular you can be or are or whatever whatever your mind is thinking it just doesn't okay so have some individuality people ask me all the time how I find myself how I style myself and um, I wouldn't say that I particularly have like some out there style or like that I'm like really spending a lot of time putting outfits together um there are people who do that and I respect that and you know if the event uh called for it or if I had a photo shoot hell yeah I'll be uh doing my due diligence to put piece by piece together but for the most part I just find things that flatter my body I uh, you know I'm pretty particular with colors and um patterns and shit but um I just wear what I personally think looks good. And I I do pair some things together that m- may not appear uh, or appeal to others. And that's okay. That's what I have people all the time. Like, not like what I wear. I have a friend who's always talking about what I wear and they're always like, oh, you, why, why do you want to wear that? Why to be, blah, blah, blah. shut up. You're a bore. Your wardrobe sucks. I'm tired. Yawn but it's okay. I'm an individual and I can at least say that and and know that to be true. And I know that I'm not living my life to please other people, which is just such a sad thing. Men, especially men will, this is something I really wanted to talk about. Just like harping on the individuality men, especially are bad about this. Like A man can be head over heels over a person, a woman, a femme being, whatever, whatever they're into, whether they're gay, straight, bi, pan, whatever, it doesn't matter. They can be head over heels over somebody. This person could fit their style perfectly. They could have everything, every box checked for them, right? And then they show their boys 
And now suddenly this bitch's titties are not big enough. She doesn't have a fat enough ass. She's too fat. She's too skinny. She's built like this. She's got craters. She's got and now suddenly this man's whole idea of you is altered because he put so much emphasis on what his boys want and what his boys like and what his boys think he deserves or expects or is worth you know it's so fucked it's so sad to me to think that there are people out there who live their lives for other people and men especially they want male validation they want to feel accepted by their boys guys listening probably not many because it's mostly females so um whatever but if you are listening and you are of the male species don't pay attention to what your homeboy says about whatever you're into whether it be music style uh the, the, the individual that you're into, it doesn't matter if that person, place or thing brings you peace, brings you comfort, brings you joy and excitement. That is all that matters. That is all that should matter. But unfortunately, that's not the case for a lot of people, because like I said, all it takes is one of your boys clowning on you because they think that the person you're into is not is not well suited for you or not attractive or or they're weird or they're this or that and now suddenly you're not into this person or suddenly you're drawing back or you're feeling some type of way or you feel like you got to prove yourself to them you will never find joy and true satisfaction until you live for you and yourself only I understand there are a lot of people out there who do put emphasis on what their family wants for them but If what they want for you does not align with what you want for you, do you really want to make it to the end of your life and look back and think, damn, I should have taken that opportunity. I should have loved that person better. I should have been the person I wanted to be. It'll be too late. It'll be too late. And that happens so fucking much out there there are so many older people who look back on their lives and they're not satisfied they're not content they're not leaving the impact they wanted to leave they did not have the the career or they did not fulfill the goals they set in place for themselves or the ideas they 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 daydreamed day and day out and all they did was satisfy everybody else but themselves I mean, my grandfather, when uh, I mentioned to y'all before about how I cut him off a few years back and, um, you know, the, the last real conversation I had with him was on Christmas Eve. And he's telling me that if I'm going to come to his house, I need to present a certain way. And I'm like, that is so sad that you feel that way. Why do you feel this way? Because what am I going to tell people? I have a grandson, not a granddaughter. Why the fuck do you care? Why do you care? First of all, you don't even have photos of me in your house. Like there's like one photo of my family in this man's house and the rest is his bitch ass uh, new wife's family. It's uh, their whole house is a shrine of her family. And there's like one or two photos of my family. So first of all, you're, you don't even have enough images of me for people to even know who the fuck I am. And if you're talking about me, then that's just sad 
I mean, if you're not, I mean, if you're, if you're putting that emphasis on me, or if you're putting these expectations on me to be a certain way, because you worry about what the people at your church are going to think about to you, what I do with my life does not pertain to you, to anybody else. It does not, uh, it does, it, it does not go into who you are as a person. If you do not, uh, line up with how I live my life and how I present and who I am at my core, that's totally fine. I will not bat an eye to that. But if you are going to put expectations onto somebody else because you fear, shit, I'm getting choked up over here. I don't know if it's like a hair in my throat or what, bitch. I don't know what's going on. But if you are going to put expectations on somebody else because you care what somebody else may or may not say, that is so corny. That is so fucking corny. This man straight up told me that I need to present a certain way because what are people at his church going to think? What are people in his circle going to going to feel? What are they going to say about him knowing that he's got me as a grandson? And I'm like, I, I don't give a fuck what anybody thinks about you. I don't give a rat's ass what anybody has to say about what you having me as a grandchild says about you. It says nothing about you. You didn't raise me. You were a very toxic individual. So I truthfully don't give a fuck if anyone has an opinion on me. I really don't. And what's sad is there was one time I went to some funeral and there's all these older people in the in the corner of this church outside after the funeral had let up. It was such a sad moment. Somebody had passed and we're all there mourning the loss of this person. And I'm outside and I'm telling you, there's these men and they're in a corner. Me and my sister are standing there. And one, they're talking about her being mixed and they're talking about me because I was wearing like this uh, this black dress. And it was a very... Um, it was a very gender neutral dress, if I do say so myself. Like it wasn't like, and it wouldn't matter. Even if I wanted to go like hella lacy and wear a fucking black veil and go all the way the fuck out, I could have and I should have and it wouldn't have mattered. But in this particular instance, to paint y'all a picture, I'm wearing, it was basically like a shirt dress. It wasn't even real. I don't even think I could really qualify as a dress. I was still wearing black pants underneath and whatnot, but it was like really more like an oversized shirt that like, hung to a dress level and I had my hair in a ponytail and these men were dead ass in the corner talking about that's Terry's son or Terry's grandson I can't believe it what happened to them bitch what happened to you looking like a bum ass bitch over there get the fuck over yourself bitch get your head out of your own ass you don't know who you are You'll never know who you are. And I can rest assured at night that I know who I am. And that is a phenomenal feeling. And more and more as life goes on, I realize that so many people around, they do truly care what other people think and feel about them. And I don't know if that's like, like, I don't know why I lack that bone in my body. I don't know if that's a good or a bad. I mean, I feel like it's a good thing, but other people, when I talk to them, I get in these real in-depth conversations with people and I'm like, you know, it's really sad that people live their life this way. And they're like, well, that's just the way life is. People care what people think, you know? 
It just is what it is. What you going to do about it? Like, am I supposed to care what people think? What does that do for you? What does it do for you to feel that pat on the back? But you know, deep in your heart, that you're not living the way you want to live. You're not dressing the way you want to dress. I have people tell me all the time, oh, you've helped me find my own personal style. You've helped me feel comfortable in myself. And that is the most rewarding compliment. That is the most rewarding thing to hear more than any monetary value I'm telling you to know not saying not to put myself on a pedestal and say yep that was me I did that but to know that there are people who are finding themselves and realizing that the true beauty is being themselves being wholeheartedly unapologetically themselves that is such a beautiful feeling It is so rewarding to hear that. And I love to hear, I love to see it. And I love to see so many people more and more as time goes on, come out of their shell, come out of hiding and really own who they are. We switch up all the time. You know, if you stay the same and you stay complacent, like that's, that's not a good thing. Okay. So it changes inevitable. Okay. So It's okay if you've lived your life to this point wearing a certain brand or a certain style or or being a certain way or thinking a certain way. It's okay to change. It's okay. And that is that's growth right there. It's it's okay to go get to a certain point in your life and think, you know what, maybe this behavior or maybe this mindset, this logic isn't okay. Maybe this is not really how I feel. You can have a change of heart. You can have a change of opinion and you can have a change of style. That's part of being an individual. Okay. And, and growing. Okay. There's a lot of people who are so rooted in pride that they will be the same person forever because this is who I am. You'll just have to deal with it. You'll just have to deal with it. This is how I am. And this is how I'm going to be so ignorant, so ignorant grow up, do some inner, inner work, some shadow work, whatever you want to call it and find yourself, find, find what lights you up, find what makes you feel whole. Um, I can't imagine being a bigot feels good. I, I just can't fathom, um, dressing yourself for other people or living your life for somebody. Like I can't imagine that feeling good. Because you have to feel like you're living a lie. I mean, (sighs) individuality, that is the main takeaway from today's episode. Find your own voice, find your own style, find your purpose, and be an individual be yourself. I know it sounds so cliche and so redundant, but seriously, you should not put emphasis on what anybody else thinks of you or what they want or expect out of you. If it does not line up with the life you want to live, if it does not line up with your morals, if it does not, don't do it. Don't participate. Don't be a sheep. Okay. Critical thinking personal style, individuality, all very important in my opinion. 
That's my opinion. Some out there might say that there is strength and a life of joy in being a cookie cutter individual. I totally disagree. But if that is how you choose to live your life, shoot for the fucking stars. Be my guest. I wish you well. But yeah. Other than that, I know we're just all over the place today. Um, Going back to some life updates. I did just invest in a new camera. It's sadly on back order, so I will not be getting it until God knows when. But Lumix, um, they had an, uh, I think it's the S5 II, an incredible camera. Um, I do want to get into not necessarily cinematography, but I do love a cinematic look, you know. So I did get, they have a new version of that, the um, Lumix by Panasonic, Lumix S2 or 5, or S5, 5S, whatever the fuck, 2X, the X model. It's all blacked out. It's gorgeous. It's gorgeous. Um, you know, Sony, they are such a powerhouse and they get all this credit because they have incredible autofocus capabilities. But um, Lumix is pretty slept on. They're they're like the underdog, but they have so much beautiful technology and um, features inside the camera that um, most other brands don't have. You know, Canon is known for its phenomenal colors, but um, Lumix has kind of been looked over quite a bit it, it kind of gets overshadowed by the hype of sony cameras and canon and they are they make incredible cameras but if you look at the specs and you look at the actual image and the actual video that is being produced out of these lumix cameras it, what are you really paying for because some of these cameras are like six and seven thousand dollars and this one that i got is it's like for the body it's twenty one hundred did almost throw up making that purchase especially because i'm still gonna have to (coughs) invest in a lens so i am in the market for the right lens um i did get this camera because i want to you know i'm i'm about to start releasing a lot of music i've been talking about it teasing it for a while i've been hoarding it away Um, i have so many songs recorded and i am going to sometime this year release an ep and i've shot a few music videos i'm going to say music videos very lightly because they were very low budget there was not much direction and um I've never I've actually never been satisfied with a single music video, quote unquote music video I've made. And, you know, they, they're always costly. They always cost like two or three thousand dollars for like a low budget. And I just felt like. Why not invest in the equipment myself and pull a, 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 a Bo Burnham? You know, like, why don't why don't I just do that? Because I truly feel like. I've always been a bit of a, like a one man show and 
even when it comes to recording, I feel most in my element and most comfortable when I can just let loose and I'm in the comfort of my own studio. So that's why I built a studio. I have a really amazing studio that I it took a, like took a while to invest in. But now that I have it, I've been just recording song after song after song. And I think back to like the few times that I've went into like an actual studio and the vibe was just not there. Like um, my song Silver Lining that is actually like my most popular song online. It was recorded in a studio and I was so uncomfortable. I was so uncomfortable because <clears throat> my manager was there. A, f- a friend was there and I had this like random engineer there who had never met me, didn't know me from Adam's house cat. And it was just, you know, I wasn't in my element. I was d- drunk as a fucking skunk in there. I think and high as shit trying to get in my groove. But like, even that I was still like too shy to really experiment with my vocals. And when I'm alone, like I don't have that issue, you know, and once I have like a final product, then I can feel more comfortable like messing around like if I were to go on stage or whatnot, you know, Um, so same logic. I'm like, why don't I just invest in the equipment to film these music videos myself or at least get some b-roll i mean maybe i'll have some help but at least i can get something like i also want to get a drone but my little sister she's taken you know interest in photography i had her actually take the photo that is uh the unfazed and unbothered photo currently she took that my little sister and i could have hired a photographer i could have um hit up one of my photographer friends who who does that for a living but I wanted to really include my sister I wanted to and and ongoing in the future I really do want to get to a point where I'm able to include my family in um my endeavors uh you know I, I just think that'd be so cool to say and so I do want to push my sister a little more and um get her more versed in photography and maybe videography i know she she does um some work for her school and so awesome i love seeing that i love seeing people have a goal or an idea or something or a a hobby and they really run with it and and, um it's really cool you never know what you're good at until you try it and uh, i think she has an eye i think she does and i think she can work a camera and so i'll probably um you know, utilize her and involve her in my future projects. But um, yeah, needless to say, I did invest in this camera and I am in the market for <clears throat> a rig for a, um, I think I'm going to get a black magic video assist. It's like a screen and it really will push this camera I got to its full potential and, and really utilize <clears throat> the best resolution and the best results from this camera. Y'all, I don't know what the fuck is in my throat, but, uh, so, uh, anyways, I'm going to, I'm getting distracted now. One, my cat is acting a fool, which by the way, biscuit a lot of people have been asking questions where's biscuit i mentioned her and i took the video down i still have a biscuit i'm live laugh loving biscuit she's so precious she's got two moods she either wants to cuddle on my chest and go to sleep or she does not want to be touched 
And she is the whiniest cat I've ever had. If you touch her and she is sleeping, <coughs> fuck. She is not having it. She's not fucking having it. But um, anyways, back to my point. I'm in the market for a rig, a lens, and <clears throat> a video assist screen and anything any if there's any experts listening or anybody who has any advice or recommendations like I said I'm in the market for these things I've been watching videos religiously which is what got me um which which led me to this camera you know I was <clears throat> really thinking I was gonna go try to pull out a personal loan which I've never done don't even know if I'd be approved but um I was thinking I was gonna go try to get a personal loan for one of these like $8,000 cameras and then I found this Lumix camera and there are so many beautiful short films and so much beautiful cinematography that I've watched on YouTube that came out of this camera I know a lot of it has to do with like the lighting and the um the lens and all the accessories and also just you know the person filming too like that's uh, all of that goes into play but <clears throat> looking at like the specs and comparing the visuals from all the top cameras this camera is a power horse so i'm excited to get my hands on it and i'm excited to embark on this journey just being more independent and more self-sufficient i can't talk for much longer y'all something is bothering my throat i think i have like a hair in there so i need to go drink some water and just you know get on with my day so um I hope y'all loved this episode or liked it. Um, hope you're having a beautiful, gorgeous, sexy, hot day. Remember discernment, individuality, personal style, be yourself. Okay. If there's, if there's one thing you take from this episode, it is that. Okay. Think for yourself. Speak for yourself. Find your voice. Find your style. And live your life for you. Per. I love him. Angie has made it easier than ever to connect with skilled professionals to get all your jobs projects done well. I absolutely love this because you know if you own a home, it can be really hard to maintain. It's hard to find people that can help you for a big project or a small. Well, whether it's in everyday maintenance and repairs or making dream projects a reality, it can be hard just to know where to start. But now all you need to do is answer that and find a skilled local pro who will deliver the quality and expertise you need. Angie has over 20 years of home service experience and they've combined it with new tools to simplify the whole process. Bring them your project online or with the Angie app answer a few questions, and Angie can handle the rest from start to finish. Or help you compare quotes from multiple pros and connect instantly, which means you can take care of just about any home project in just a few taps. Because when it comes to getting the most out of your home, you can do this when you Angie that. Download the free Angie mobile app today or visit Angie.com. That's A-N-G-I dot com.